5: with your host john rush all right hour two is upon us myself andy pate charlie grimes and our next guest pastor mike novotny joining us now he has got a new book what's big starts small six ways to grow great faith mike how are you today sir i'm doing great thanks for having me oh thanks for joining us we appreciate it very much i always ask i think it's kind of the first thing i ask most any author you know where was the inspiration why the book
4: yeah, so the, the inspiration for the book came out of this feeling that I've had, and I think a lot of church-going people have had, that, you know, we, we make it to church, we squeeze it into our schedules, maybe even some of us open up the Bible at home, and yet despite, you know, kind of putting all that spiritual work, when we look in the mirror or think about our faith, it seems like, oh. Ugh <laughs> you know, it's, not, it's not the kind of, you know, trust in God, loving people, faith that we're all looking for. So I was asking the question, why can a person be connected to church or the Word of God and yet feel stuck spiritually and so far from what we would consider great faith? Hey, Mike, I I
6: guess you're basically talking about the mustard seed ideal, and, you know, how do you get from the seed to the bush, and how do we go from having our faith be part of our life to being our life?
4: Yeah, you know, I just love Jesus' analogy. I never thought about it over all these years of being a Christian, but... It makes perfect sense, because he described, you know, a spiritual connection with God through his Word as a seed. And there's two things about a seed that are evidently true, but i would never thought about them. One is just the insane potential a seed has to grow. You know, you think of, like you said, a tiny little mustard Mm -hmm. seed can grow up to this giant bush or tree, like, wow, one church service or, you know, one passage, one promise from God. I think about people who have a life verse, you know, they don't know the whole Bible, but that one little thing grew this entire source of comfort and peace for them. So that's the first thing I know about seeds. Wow. I want this great connection to it. But the other thing I know about seeds that Jesus talks about a ton is because they're so small, you know, just throwing a seed on a patch of dirt in my backyard does not a great garden make. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's especially
4: my yard, by the way.
5: Yeah, especially here in Colorado. We yeah. we know that one, Mike, We're very well. <laughs>
4: I believe it, yeah, there's all these threats to the seed. So we know enough physically, you know, I'm going to plant the seed in my garden, and now here's what I'm going to do, one, two, three, four, to protect it so it can grow. But I don't think a lot of Christians consider, okay, I went to church, or I read my Bible, now what do I have to do to protect that from the threats so it has time and space to grow into something really big like God wants?
5: And I assume in the book you walk people through how to do all of that.
4: Yeah, yeah, so I kind of dove in, in three separate spots in his teaching, Jesus told this story called The Parable of the Sower,
5: right? and
4: I just dove in as much as I could and actually found in that story, from Jesus himself, six separate threats. So not the sun and the birds and the tough soil, but six spiritual threats that get in the way of great faith. And so I have a chapter for each one, kind of breaking it down, what it is, and how can you, with the help of God, overcome that threat.
5: Nice.
6: Now, why is it, Mike, that we come to the Lord, and I, by the way, I'm a, I'm a former atheist, who is I my degree is in the ministry I'm a born again Christian and we come to the lord and then we still allow the worries and cares of the world to suffocate our faith when that's what we set aside to embrace our faith why do we fall back into yeah. it
4: yeah it's i think of it you know jesus uses the analogy some soil has a ton of potential to grow a great harvest but he says, like, thorns come up and kind of choke it out so it can't mature. Um, and I think about that, you know, unless my wife was messing with me and secretly planting weeds in the garden. <laughs> like, stuff just happened. They are you know, insidious. It, they really are. It, it's pops stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> and Jesus says, you know, sometimes the worries of this life or the desire for other things, mm-hmm. those are two of his phrases, are what get in the way. And they're like thorns. They're, they're painful to pull out, but it's not like you try to. I don't think most Christians just want to be so busy and so, you know, rushing from this and that to this and that, that they don't have time to develop a great faith. So, yeah, to answer your question, I don't think that's an intentional choice any of us make, but without an intentional choice, we can't get rid of it.
5: Yeah, makes sense.
6: You know, Mike, if I may, uh, one thing that really gets me is I can get hooked on approval from people. Okay. Yeah. And so here I become a Christian and I live for the approval of God. I live to honor him. I live to bring, you know, you know, bring praise to him, not me. And then somebody praises me for something. You know, I prayed well at church. I did something well, or maybe I just did something well in general. And all of a sudden I like the feeling of that and I want more of it. And pretty soon I'm working hard and I should be honoring God, but here are all these people praising me, and before you know it, I forget God.
4: Yeah. It's interesting. One of the things that Jesus brings up that can kind of choke out a great faith and keep us maybe busier than we should be, he calls it the worries of this life. Yeah. And uh, when I studied the, the Greek of the New Testament, the word that Jesus chooses there is the same word that shows up in that classic story about Mary and Martha, uh huh. Yeah. You know, she's, yeah. she, lo- she loves Jesus, but man, she's, she's missing something really good because she's so worried about doing these things that make people happy and, you know, serving the best meal and being the best hostess. And I thought about that. Like, sometimes my schedule is so busy because I just like the approval of people, as you mentioned. I, I don't want to let anyone down. And so, oh, yeah, I got to go to this family party and, oh, I really should volunteer for that and help out. And mm-hmm. you know, they've, I've always been the person that they look to for this. And so wow, yeah, you get stuck on making all these people happy, you're so worried about disappointing them, and you look at your calendar and you think, oh my goodness, I, I'd really have time to read the word, much less right. think about it, much less put it into practice.
5: And throw on top of that the whole comparison trap that folks get you know, literally trapped into as well. So you lay all of that, and on top of that, oh... I, you know, I see so-and-so doing such-and-such, and they do it better than I do, or so-and-so has such-and-such item, and I need said item, and, 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 Mike, we go, and pretty soon, not yeah. only everything that you and Andy just talked about is there, but then you layer all that on top of it, and you know, it's no wonder people are miserable. Yeah. yeah I'm <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm tongue-in-cheek them. laughing a little bit, but it's but it's true.
6: Well, it feels, if I may, it feels like pleasing people and succeeding in this world feels like you're on a treadmill. Okay, and whereas yep. falling it before is. God and just taking the time, because we can't take the time, feels restful. Am yeah. I missing something, yeah. Mike?
5: No, I. No, you're spot on. You're, yeah, you are. And by the way, guys, I, I'm one where I feel like this is, there, there are certain, make sure I explain this correctly, there are certain laws of life that God, when he created the world, I believe, he... Established. Giving is one of those where Christian or not, if you learn to give, you'll you'll reap the benefits of doing so. I think this is another one of those areas where if you have a faith in God or not, learning how to live within your means and not run after that comparison trap or filling your calendar, Mike, with all the things, whether it be, you know, church related things or not, but could be other things in the world that you get approval from. To me, and I'm a person of faith just like you guys are. On the same token, I believe this is one of those laws of life where if people learn this in general, whether they're a Christian or not, it works. Does that make sense? Yeah.
4: Yeah, it totally does. I actually have a little pack of tomato seeds here that I'm holding, and on the front of the package are these big, you know, beautiful ripe red tomatoes. Yep. Um, and on the back of it are, like, the expert directions on how to, how to get tomatoes like that. And... I never picked this up before. On the back of this package, about half of the directions from the expert gardeners are about space. Uh, so, you know, yeah. if, if this is what you want, this really mature tomato, don't put too many seeds in your garden. And don't put too many rows. you got to make sure they're a few feet apart. And even says when they start growing, then you got to thin them out a little bit.
5: Makes sense. Because the way the seat is designed yeah. by nature, it, <laughs> it just needs a good chunk of space. And yeah. I, but, Mike, I'm, a,
6: I'm American. More is better.
5: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pack them in. That is one of our issues here. No <laughs> I, doubt. It's okay. Uh,
6: I slotted God in for 10 minutes on, a, on Tuesday morning. No,
5: that is one of our issues, guys. No doubt. Mike, what's
6: it's it? So it really quick here, we're talking to Mike Novotny, the author of What What's Big Starts Small. What's it like? writing a book like this and hoping to guide people to having big faith? What are you hoping to see for them? And, and at the end and, of the
5: day, a better life.
6: Yeah, and a better life. Yeah. I mean, what do you hope to see for them? And maybe what have you heard from some of them who have read it?
4: Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it. One of my friends called this the book you probably don't want to read. But they should. you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I think that was a compliment.
5: <laughs> no, that's a compliment, yeah, I, Mike. That's a big compliment. It really is. I've read some of those yeah, types think, of books, and no, I know exactly what they mean by that. That's a compliment.
4: Yeah. yeah. I think my hope is, and maybe connected to the last few minutes of our conversation, to give busy people permission to think you don't have to do all the things. Right, so Jesus' mm-hmm. goal for you is to volunteer and do everything and be amazing. That's not how gardens work. Yeah, You don't just pack them with stuff and they grow. No, there
5: has to be a balance so a there. Of... I mean, ultimately, Mike, and it's really I believe what you're talking about is I'm also one that believes that, you know, I've always been a Christian for a very, very long time, grew up in the church, and, you know, I've always, you know— always wondered about that person where, you know, they need to go find a job, and you ask them, how's the job search going? And the answer is, well, I'm praying about it. Well, have you applied? You know, have you actually filled out a application, put a resume in, and so on? I mean, there's two sides to this, and yes, we do need to do our part, but I think we also need to make sure we don't do too much of our part, therefore, you know, not relying on he that can help us through all of this, which, again, a lot of us as Americans are very guilty of.
4: Yeah. True. Kind of the the hope at the end of the story, it jumped off the page at me, is after talking so much about the seed and the different kinds of soil in his story, the name that Jesus gave his parable was the parable of the sower. Mm, good point. And you kind of forget about the sower, yeah. and you say, oh, this is about all these things that I need to do to have good soil in my heart, and Jesus' title is like, hey, let's not forget that there is a God who is a great gardener, and... He is for this seed, and he wants to make you great soil, and he's a forgiving God and a patient God and a compassionate God. So the the book is about half, you know, smack you in the face, (laughs) challenge you, make you think deeply about your life. But then I hope the other half is not just to overwhelm you with the burden of what you have to do, but encourage you with a God in whom all things are possible.
6: You know, Mike, if I may, uh, your book obviously is talking about growing your Christian faith, but I think it also has huge application in other places as well, growing your relationship with your wife, growing your your relation, you know, growing um, your perspective at work. Are you turning work into just a factory where people, or do you actually, you see what I mean? It just seems like there's huge application throughout life.
5: That's to me why this is a law of life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so true. What makes a a
4: robust relationship with God is, you know, time and space. I mean, that's so true. My wife
5: doesn't want me to just take a vow and say, nice, you did it. <laughs> It'd be we'll nice, but it doesn't work to... that way, Mike. I checked the box. It doesn't work that way at all. <laughs> it does not. No, this is yeah. great. Again, what what's big, start, small, six ways to grow great faith? And again, folks, really, we have Mike on today, not only because the book is new, but again, to help everybody out there, Christian or not, and you can read Mike's, Mike's book, and again, we would hope that you would Become one. That's that's of course my hope, Mike. I know you and Andy would agree with me on that. But on the same token, I do believe this is a law of life, and you could apply this to so many different areas of people's lives. You know, what's big starts small, and it can apply to everything. From as Andy said, business, relationship, kids. You know, parent and kids relationship, even as they get older, our parents get older. I mean, uh, husband and wife, Mike. I mean, all these different things. This applies to a lot of areas. Uh, of life and with things that are going on right now in our world a lot of the turmoil that's there uh you know the recession which i do believe we're in at, at the moment you know massive inflation gas prices and so on if there's ever a time folks need some hope it's now mike
4: yeah absolutely and that's what great faith can tackle it can look those things in the face yeah and not be afraid because we believe in a big gracious god who's running the show
5: that's right mike good stuff you can get it again at amazon any other place where's the best place to buy it mike yeah, you got
4: it. Amazon. What's Big Start Small by Mike Devaney.
5: Awesome. Mike, I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome anytime. I appreciate you joining us, sir. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. I appreciate it. And uh, good book, Andy. And again, that one that one, you know, I know it's very Christian themed, but I think what you said was was so spot on. This can apply to a lot of different people, Christians or not.
6: Oh, yeah. I'll be honest, throughout the years, I have very often shared Christian themes with people. And I simply don't mention that it's in the Bible and that it turns their lives around.
5: Amen. There you go. Yep. All right. Veteran Windows and Doors, Dave, who, by the way, the story we just told in the interview we just had, that's the heart that Dave has as well, by the way. Veteran Windows and Doors, great guy. I could sit and talk to Dave, and I'm not joking, literally all day. He's just that got that sort of a magnetic personality where you can just sit and listen to all the different things he's done in life, and he's just a joy to talk to. But he also knows his windows very, very well, windows and doors. So if you need that done to your home, a window, a door, a single window, multiples, however you want to do it, even just a screen door, you name it, they can take care of it, 303-529-0720.
1: Dave Bancroft founded Veteran Windows and Doors on three Marine Corps principles, integrity, knowledge, and dependability. Integrity, because he won't sell you something you don't need. Veteran windows and doors charge you an honest amount, saving you half of what the competitors charge. Knowledge, because he would rather you be more educated than the next window sales rep that comes to your door. He'll go through the specs of the product you do need in your home. Dave is sure to explain that the U-factor will determine energy efficiency, that the solar heat gain coefficient is necessary for temperatures inside your home and in preventing sun damage. Dave doesn't need sales gimmicks like heat lamps because he uses actual industry standards, meeting and exceeding code. Dependability is Dave visiting every customer personally so he can consider what year, how your house was built, and help you customize your new window or door. Veteran windows and doors stand by their principles. Visit klzradio.com window to see for yourself. High Five
5: Plumbing, they are our plumbers. They want to help you with any plumbing needs you might have in your home. Service is excellent. Just give them a call, 877 we 5 or klzradio.com.
7: Your main drain, a.k.a. your sewer, is crucial to your well-being and the state of your home. And when your main drain line is out of commission, the timely and quality completion of the work becomes your top concern. That's why you can't just trust anyone with a project so important. High Five Plumbing makes effort to prove that you can trust them. Their service techs go through three different trainings in a week, one general, one technical, and one service-based. They ensure their techs for your peace of mind. When you need to replace your sewer line, making the decision of what company to go with is high stakes. High Five Plumbing puts their principles in action showing you reasons to trust them instead of telling. Don't wait until your drains are backed up, you smell sewage, or your home is damaged by leaking pipes. Call High Five Plumbing 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five.
3: Metro Pavers has a fantastic opportunity for Class A or B commercial dump truck drivers. Offering competitive wages, advancement opportunities, health insurance, paid vacation, and performance bonuses, this is the right company to work for. Qualifications for the job include a valid Class A or B commercial driver's license, a professional attitude, hard working, and the ability to work overtime as needed. You must be able to pass a DOT physical and have a clean motor vehicle registration over the last three years. Metro Pavers built its reputation as a premier asphalt and paving company that has excelled in the greater Denver metro area for multiple generations. The ideal candidate has good communication skills, accountability, and experience safely loading, unloading, and securing equipment. Take advantage of this opportunity by visiting metropaversinc.com. That's metropaversinc.com. And tell them KLZ sent you.
5: Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We've got a few minutes here before we go to our bottom of the hour break, and then we're going to come back and talk about some just wokeness in general with different things going on. But, Andy, any time a political party, and I realize that conservatives are sort of guilty of this on a fairly routine basis, but... You typically don't see it on the left, but now the left is eating its own yes. on a very routine basis. For example, Bernie Sanders said Joe Manchin is intentionally sabotage, sabotaging the president's agenda. They are literally eating their own there are now democrats trying to figure out what do we do and how do we run against biden in 2024 because they know he's not going to be the guy that can win the next election
6: well john when things go bad it's a blame fest and so blame biden blame mansion for holding back the you know right and it's like bernie i got news for you blame you
5: yeah his his stuff doesn't work either you know that. your
6: agenda right. is the biden agenda that's right and You're-
5: it's not working
6: AOC, blame you. And by the way, the ones who are at the heart, have you noticed the ones who are at the heart of all the problems are doing all the blaming? Yes. AOC, Bernie, uh, who's the wacko lady? Well, you've who's got up
5: Pelosi, you've got Warren. Warren. They're, they're all that way.
6: Yeah. Uh, the you know, the uh, squad, all of them, they are all throwing blame around everywhere, and I'm looking at them just saying, we have an administration that's doing everything you want. Mm-hmm. They divide us all by race. Yep. Okay. They were totally down before it blew up in their faces. They were
5: totally down for uh, defund the cops. I mean, it might tie into what we're going to come back and talk about is they've gone totally woke. And yeah, totally woke. Right. So Bernie Biden is woke, quote unquote, just like you are. Yes. And it ain't working. Biden has become you, Bernie. That's right.
6: He's become you and it's failing. Okay? Don't blame and, Manchin. And Joe Manchin is saying, guys... He wants some
5: sanity because he wants to win again. <clears throat> yeah. Right?
6: Yeah. Joe Manchin is saying, guys, everything you're doing is failing. And by the way, in the next segment, you said we're going to talk about wokeism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk about it in the business marketplace, and I'm going to talk about it in movies and what that's having, you know, the effect it's having on their sales. But it's having the exact same
5: effect on the sales of the Democrat Party. And there's some inside the party that are saying, guys... Time out, McFly. This ain't working. Did you see what happened
6: in Kentucky? No. It just went. It just went like Florida, for the first time in like next to forever. Republicans now outnumber Democrats in Kentucky. Now you got to keep in mind.
5: Most people think that's a total red state to begin with. It's not.
6: Well, the unaffiliateds have been leaning red, and so it's been. You know, most of the statewide seats are held by republicans however we were doing that by winning unaffiliated. we weren't doing that by literally having more of us than them right. now we have more of us than them and the unaffiliated. i think we can safely at this point say yeah it is a red state but it's only been trending that way no it was not it was purple you're right so anyway bottom line woke doesn't sell and you know why because at the heart of wokeness is this and then we'll go into the break Telling other people what to say and how to live their lives.
5: Right. Which is ironic. I saw this, I think, sometime last week after you and I were together last week on Tuesday. I should have mentioned this Friday, but I saw this the other day. The left, the hardcore lefties, are doing exactly what they've accused hardcore right-leaning Christians of doing, you know, Bible-thumping Christians. Right. They are, they are doing exactly what they accuse those Bible-thumping Christians of for years, which is shoving their beliefs down someone else's throat. Right. They're doing the exact same thing.
6: Well, the, Right? Oh, totally. The great irony for me, John, is, as you know, I don't just come from the left. I was raised in a hardcore leftist right. environment. I was raised by the activist kind of um, group. I,
5: you, not just a lefty. They were hardcore, active lefties.
6: Yeah, very much. They had, you know, um, my dad had several Obama signs on his tiny little patch of lawn out front, you know, when Obama ran. They are very, very aggressive. The comparison
5: would be, you didn't just grow up as a christian you grew up in the westboro baptist church yeah right? <laughs> basically yeah that, although the difference
6: being my family's very loving and nice and no, kind
5: you get what i'm saying yeah I mean, but you're right that, that you're was right. the idea
6: yeah and they are you know I mean, I mean my dad and my brother both master's degree in education it was leftist academia so imagine the height of what you would see in boulder at cu that's what raised me anyway now what raised me is literally not just part of the democrat party it's running it yep and it's really it's really something for me to see that not sell it ain't. and literally drive people to the other it side it is
5: not selling it is not selling because as we know right now again we'll talk more about this in the next sure next segment but it's not selling because it's now if, which folks it's it's the economy stupid uh, when it starts affecting people's pocketbooks andy everything changes. Yeah. There's only a few hardcore lefties that can withstand some of the economic hits that are going on right now. The majority of the population can't. That's the issue.
6: Yeah, we don't live in gated communities up in the mountains outside San Fran. Right. Okay, we we live in the real world.
5: Nancy. (laughs) Yeah,
6: we live in the real world. Okay, I told you that my freezers got, you know, um, I've got eight to 10 things of ice cream, they're not her kind. I can't afford her kind.
5: Yeah, and in a $20,000 plus fridge. Yeah. I mean... Again, they don't live in reality, Andy. No. Not even close. No. So, folks, we'll talk about more of that when we come back. If you want to text us, feel free to do so. You can chime in on the conversation as well. Text line 307-282-22. The main line calling in is 303-477-5600. Affordable interest Mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers, we talked to him yesterday. Make sure, folks, especially when you're out buying and shopping, looking for a home, that your pre-approval is correct, that it actually is a pre-approval, And it's not just something that you take that you might get the loan or you may not. You want to make sure that that's totally done and dialed in. And by the way, Kirk can help you with all of that. 720-895-0500.
2: With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home? Or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720 Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra cost. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now, Affordable Interest Mortgage. 720-895-0500, serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
5: Ask about the Quiet Cool System. There's $300 off right now for KLZ listeners. 720 526 0231.
0: Experience the comfort level of a cool breeze with a Quiet Cool install from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Your quiet cool system evens temperatures throughout the house, so you don't need to run the AC all day. Colorado's temperate climate is the ideal environment for this technology because it stays cool in the evening and morning and gets hotter during the day. Your quiet cool system pulls the hot air out through the ventilation in your attic and gives you a lower baseline temperature to work with. It's a process called thermal mass cooling. Cool air you feel isn't recirculated It's fresh straight from outside Get a quiet cool system Installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air to take your comfort level To the next level with a cool breeze Mention this ad when you schedule And receive a $300 rebate Call Absolute at 720-526-0231 And schedule your Quiet cool install
8: For quality and service beyond compare Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air
5: all right, Group Insurance Analyst is next, and don't forget, I'm going to be at a great car show this weekend that they are a big sponsor of as well. It's the Red Lion Run Car Show. It'll be out at Laprino Foods 38th and Pecos this Saturday, so we'll be there all day from really on air from 9 to 1. We'll be there even after that a little bit. Uh, if you want to talk to GIA, though, in fact, Paul Lenagro, the owner, will be with me as well on air on Saturday, and you can come by and say hi to him. But if you want to talk to them in the meantime, 303-423-0162.
9: Finding insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of independent insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA, health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They have been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com.
0: You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
6: And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, John Rush together with Andy Pate, and John... I want you to refresh people's memory again because you talked about this yesterday. Talk about the experience you had going into a store on Sunday.
5: Yeah, last night I I went through this. I won't get into all of the details of it, but bottom line was, you know, waited on by a couple of different individuals. One was a transgendered individual. He was turning into a she, and the other individual was a young lady that honestly had on so much makeup in the outfit she was wearing. My point was both of them being woke, as you could tell by Uh, how they looked and acted, but they became the center of attention for the particular store I was in versus the products themselves. And by the way, as an owner, any, any owner out there listening, anytime your people become the center of attention when that's not their job, I know there's certain jobs where being the center of attention is what they're supposed to do and so on, but when you're selling merchandise, your salesperson is not the center of attention, your products are. And if your people are subtracting from the products you're trying to sell, I think I would make a big change.
6: Well, John, I think you would also have a problem if you know a Catholic was coming to work in priest's robes.
5: Yes. Or because that's not going to help you sell. Or a nun's habit. I- it's not going to help you sell items. <laughs>
6: you know that would be a little weird, right? Correct. But don't you care about my faith?
5: Um, not if it comes to selling my goods. No.
6: No. You're not <laughs> there. Just being honest. You know hey man, you may love your beliefs, I love my beliefs, this person loves theirs, another person loves theirs. You're not there to sell your beliefs, you're there to sell a product. That's what you're being paid for. You're not being paid by the left to be there. You're not being paid by the Catholic Church, you're not being played by a, paid by a mosque, you're not being paid by the environmental movement, you're not being paid by any of them, you are being paid by an employer to sell to these customers. Mm-hmm. And these customers come from, guess what, all varieties. And you don't want to identify strongly—I don't care if you wear, like I said, an ankh or a cross or something. But, I mean, you don't want to identify that you are displaying yourself as one variety of the people who come in out of 50.
5: And bottom line is, you don't want to tick off your customer base, Andy. No. That's never good.
6: Well, and this gets into the Democrat Party. You know, I'm going to take—I'm going to disagree only slightly with something you said in the last— segment okay you were actually right you said the big thing right now is the economy and Democrats are losing everybody because they have they've taken the economy and thrown it into the ditch they have I'm gonna add I'm not gonna disagree but I'm gonna add something I think people are also sick of them because they've become weird the Democrat Party has simply become weird Okay. I'm, not argue that one. I'm sorry, but it is weird to believe in many genders. It is weird to use tax funding to give gender reassignment surgery, which changes you for life, to kids. It is weird to work in a store and dress the way that you just saw. It is weird to shove your agenda into movie after movie after movie after
5: movie. It gets old, Andy, really fast. Well, and Does that, it not?
6: Yes. And that brings me, obviously, a little bit of a segue. Go ahead. Well, Christian Toto had a really good article, and it's uh, woke is just the problem plaguing is just part of the problem plaguing the MCU right now. Okay, that's Marvel Universe, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And he goes into some of the big drops. Now, you weren't here when I did my um, Thor Love and Thunder review. You know, and I thought it was pretty good. I didn't really enjoy it, but I gave it, I think, a three, three and a half, I forget, something like that review. But I said, look, because they shoved in not one but two gay relationships, and because we know every single Marvel Disney film is going to have a gay relationship now, they've said so, okay? It is obligatory. It's annoying. It's a Mm -hmm. real annoyance. And I said, this thing is going to start, I mean, it's going just because of the you know, um, loyalty, product loyalty for Thor, for the Avengers. And since Thor is one of the original Avengers, not one of the spinoffs, this is going to have a monster opening weekend and probably a strong second week. And then I said, it's going to fall off a cliff after that. Because why? People are going to say, outside of the crowd that is going to be able to forgive anything, people who are weary of the wokeness are going to give it bad word of mouth and it's going to hurt it. And I was wrong, because I said by week three it was going to drop off a cliff. It dropped off week two. Okay? Thor, Love, and Thunder had a huge first week, of course. But in its second week, it dropped off by 68%, which is huge. That's monster. And that ranks it in this article as one of the worst ever. But here's the big problem. It's not just that it dropped off a cliff, John. It dropped off a cliff, and Christian Toto mentions this, against nothing. The next week, nothing came out, okay? You you heard the reviews I did. One movie was weak, and the other two were ones with no, you know, nobody knows about Marcel the shell with with shoes on, okay? That's not going to cut into the Thor viewing audience. It dropped 68%. And he goes into how some of their others have been dropping fast, too. Doctor Strange, 67%. Black Widow, 68%. Spider-Man dropped by 68%. However, that's because it came out on Christmas. It's a little different. Everybody wants to go at Christmas, not the week after. Right. Um, Eternals was a bomb. Now, every one of these, I don't, I don't remember um, with Black Widow because, honestly, it was such a forgettable film. <laughs> but every one of these has something in common. They shove in major gay relationships. And then, of course, we can throw in Lightyear. Okay, another major gay relationship in it. And just so you know, this isn't saying... Uh, am I saying that America hates anti- hates gay people? It's got an anti-gay problem? No. John, and I want to say this, and I want you to respond. I think America just doesn't want less than 5% of the country shoved into 100% of Disney and Marvel movies. Agreed. What do you think? Well,
5: you're spot on. Yeah. We're sick of it. Yeah, they're tired of it. We're tired e- of it. Even the hardcore moviegoers that... Maybe wouldn't have cured a few years ago. Are they're they're worn out? Right. They're tired.
6: How many people use makeup like the young woman who was
5: at the store? Very few.
6: Okay. How many people are in you know transitioning gender pro and and displaying less it? than
5: one percent?
6: Right. Okay. And yet these two were part of the sales team mm-hmm. at this place you went to. Now a lot of Americans. It's not that they oh gee we hate people like that. That's not the point. It's that. We are tired of this tiny little portion. Look, I'm a Green Bay Packer fan, okay? That's definitely far less than 5% of the country. What would it be like if every Marvel movie had to feature the Packers?
5: People guess they would just get tired of it. Yes! And they're getting tired of...
6: Is it because they're anti-Packers? No! And by the way, the, there's nothing unnatural about rooting for the Packers. In fact, I think it's of God. Really, it's,
5: yeah, I, I you would. It's definitely it's the right I, thing. I to know do. that Lambeau Field is Mecca, but, but you know, it's not.
6: But look, there is some let's let's just be honest here. And I know this is gonna sound like hate talking, it isn't. There is something very unnatural about wanting to change your gender yes i'm sorry but there is
5: i've mentioned it many times here so yes and i have always
6: been totally in favor of the right to be gay you want to be gay live your life be gay but is it at least as natural as being straight no i mean the parts are designed a certain way and you are saying i want to live um opposite of that okay that's your choice live your choice live your dream the but what, what I'm saying is this. A lot of people right now are looking at Hollywood, and they're looking at these woke businesses, and they're saying, what have you got against natural?
5: Yeah, normalcy.
6: What's normalcy. wrong with being normal? Yeah, normalcy is not a bad thing.
5: You no, know, it's not.
6: Okay? What have you got against, you know, and by the way, that doesn't mean you, you can't have any gay people there. I, I don't care. I've worked with gay people. They were wonderful. I, I don't it's care great. either,
5: but don't throw it in my face. <sighs>
6: but Right? You, yeah, but the the gay people I worked with, it wasn't. I I'm a born-again right-wing evangelical Christian. I wasn't telling my customers to become one, and neither were the gay
5: people, you know what I mean? Right, telling them to be.
6: Wearing rainbows and, you know, doing the, what you saw in that place. My audience, the people walking into that theater when I did that or that casino when I did that, are from all walks.
1: Now
5: mm-hmm. oh, they're, they're missing it. I, We can dovetail this in. We come back. We had a sure. question that came in on the text line. Has there ever been a time when the VP— in this case, if Joe steps down, you know, has there ever been a time where the VP doesn't run for president? I'll have to go back and, and research this a little bit and look, but we'll talk about that as soon as we come back. Because, again, some of this goes into the Democrats are going to try to have to figure out what are they going to do next because it ain't working, Andy.
6: Look, let me let me sum it up with this, John. And, and this VP falls way short. If they want to get back into the mainstream, they've got to re-embrace
5: normal. That's a good one. I don't think they will, but here we go.
6: Yeah, I mean, when the union was their base, at least union guys were and gals were normal. That's
5: right. Okay. Gino's Auto Services next, folks. Get that vehicle taken care of. I mentioned it a lot, but I really mean it. The longer or the better you take care of that vehicle, longer it lasts, and the more money you save. 303-794-6700.
8: Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Service's Air Conditioning Recharge Special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior, but refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J.
5: Golden Eagle Financial, again, uh, let Al take you to dinner, explain some things that he can do to help you with your financial future. He'll do that. By the way, it's free. All you do is register. Find out how many seats he has open, 303-744-1128.
3: A trustworthy advisor who's well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests. So, he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that, in most cases, took a lifetime to accumulate. So, when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, you'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128.
8: John Rush led his business through four recessions, and he wants to help you not only survive the recession, but also thrive. John helps you run your business smarter, not harder, by making sure your employees are using their time efficiently, planning for the future of your assets and adjusting your prices to account for inflation. Do it better than your competition because the alternative is going broke or out of business. Make a profit as a small business owner so you can rise above the rest. John Rush will help you thrive through the recession. Get a head start and get smarter. Email john at Rush to
9: reason.com
5: now back to rush to reason on klz 560 all right rush to reason denver's afternoon rush klz 560 answering the question actually tito asked this it's a good question Great to, yeah good question has there ever been a time when the vp doesn't you know the incumbent basically the incumbent vp does not run for president if the current incumbent can't or even if they've termed out you know and then it's you know, al gore for example right because
6: george h bush did al gore did
5: correct Right. Has there ever been a time Biden where that or. hasn't happened? I have to go back in time and look. I'm sure there's times where that hasn't happened. Is it going to be a natural fit if Joe, if the, the Democrat Party and Joe himself decides not to run in 2024, is it going to be a natural fit to have you know Kamala Harris, you know, take that seat? No, I don't think it's natural. No, in this case,
6: no. Uh, first of all, you you got to keep in mind even if she wasn't so un, wildly unpopular herself, which she is. The problem is she's attached to Joe Biden, who mm-hmm. is wildly unpopular. Correct. Look, the entire Democrat Party is trying to, well, first of all, heap blame on them where they should be heaping it on the squad and Bernie and all of them. But they're trying to heap blame on them and get away from them. Why on earth would they nominate her? But they're in a quandary here because she is a woman of color that they will be rejecting for the presidency, for the, the candidacy. Think about that. Think about they're already hemorrhaging minority votes. They're not the one demographic that they're not losing is women. They have held on they have held firm with women. But they're really, I don't know. I, I think it's gonna hurt them because I keep saying
5: I think they're in a rough spot.
6: I think polis is gonna come out of nowhere. I think a real possibility, and you mentioned it off you know off air was uh, Michelle Obama. I've always thought she was probably the second most likely. And the rest of those that they're talking about, I mean, what's his name from California? Are you kidding? Newton
5: Newsom? He's a putz.
6: He's not going to sell outside. No. First of all, you've got 49 states that hate California. And secondly, yeah. he's, he's driven California. California makes the rest of America look successful. Correct. Right now.
5: Well, people are leaving there in droves. Right. That doesn't bode well when you're going to go try to run for president. Yes. Gavin, Vote. you need to fix your own state before you decide to do anything else.
6: I run the place everybody flees.
5: Yeah, people, I mean, is that going to be the place your... nobody wants to be? Yeah, used to be the best place to move to. Now it's not, duh. And by the way, that would be a, a very easy attack campaign against him. Oh, Gavin, you ran the place everybody at one time moved to. To now we're moving from. How are you going to run the country? Right. I mean, that's not going to sell. Sorry.
6: No, if you run the whole country, that leaves us nowhere to run.
5: Right. Again, that would be my campaign. That's that's suicidal. I mean, he may throw his name in the hat, but the party's not going to be behind him. No. sorry. Even though they've been behind him as a governor of California, they will not be on the presidential end of things. They're not dumb, Andy. They know what you and I just said.
6: Although, let's not. Okay, you're right. They're not dumb. They're generally pretty politically astute, but let's not understate their ability to screw this up. OK, look, well, obviously to it's me and you, will right? allow some of that. To me, the obvious choice is Polis. It's obvious because Polis is in a unique state where the economy is going to boom almost no matter what the governor yeah, does. Regardless, of because him. of all the outside money constantly pouring into our state from people fleeing places like California and New York and Illinois.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. I'm texting somebody. I've been back and forth on a whole nother conversation where they think the world is overpopulated. We're not even close to being overpopulated. But that's neither here nor there. And by the way, overpopulation has nothing to do with why people are actually moving to Denver. The biggest problem we have in Denver and why our growth here sucks is because we've had zero leadership when it comes to growth in this state. In fact, we have had governors that in my entire lifetime, some 50 plus years, have been the opposite when it comes to growth. They have been the type of, if you if you don't build it, they won't come. Those were idiots. Yes. And we're reaping that today when it comes to our infrastructure, roads, and so on. We've had zero leadership when it comes to growth in the state of Colorado. And if anyone back in the day thought that nobody was going to move to Colorado, again, total morons. We have, other than other than not having an ocean, we have about as good of a climate and place politics, despite anything else our governor does, they're still going to move here. Right.
6: And there's two things that make sure that this is going to be successful. Number one, be the governor here. Number one, like I said, all these people pouring in, they're coming from states that are overpriced. So they're coming in having sold their house in California for a million five. That's right. So they're coming in with all that money to pour it into getting rich houses. Okay.
5: Yep. And number two, Tabor. Yeah. Tabor helps us keep in check. Right. Despite the governor. Yes. You're right. Okay. But... That, no, we're not going to be able
6: to say—it's not going to sell to rip on him with those things. The fact is, that makes him a successful governor. Yep. And he is the only successful Democrat governor in the country right now.
5: He's I it. I don't think I can argue with you on any of that, Andy.
6: No, he is that. Michelle Obama is the one with the most charisma on she their is side.
5: Her biggest issue, and don't know that it matters— but her biggest issue is she's had no time in, quote-unquote, leadership politics. She's been the wife of somebody that did, but she's never done it herself.
6: Yeah, but that didn't hold back Hillary at all.
5: Not and and nah. honestly,
6: I think Michelle sells a lot better than Hillary.
5: Oh, she does. No doubt about that. And, and by the way, just for all of you listening, Joel Gilbert, who we've interviewed many times in the past, he's done some great movies in the past on things that Democrats have done over the years, Obama being one of them. And he's he's actually got a a new movie out. I'm going to try to get him on and interview him where he actually claims Michelle will be their next candidate.
6: Well, she very well could. I think it's possible. There's right now there are no rumblings about her wanting to run. I think a lot of it depends on who we run. If we run Trump, then you're going And I know people get angry at me, but he doesn't sell. Well, it's not like Trump is polling well even now. If we run Trump, Democrats are going to line up to try to run against him. If we run DeSantis, Democrats are going to run for the hills. And I don't know who you're going to get to run.
5: Great point. KR Home Transitions is next. Ladies were on with us yesterday talking about some of the shift in the housing market here in Colorado. But to Andy's point a moment ago, people are still moving in. The market is still strong. There are still houses to buy. There's a little more inventory right now. So if you're interested in moving up, moving down, whatever the case may be, or even adding to your portfolio, give the gals a call today. Catherine and Robin, again, KR Home Transitions, 720 437 8210, or find them
7: at They always find a way. Buyers having trouble competing with cash offers, veterans with credit issues who need a new place immediately because their lease got canceled, sellers who don't have the time or resources to clean up the property for showings. Catherine and Robin of K&R Home Transitions will do whatever it takes to buy or sell your home. With the combined experience of two realtors for the price of one, you will find a creative solution for your unique situation. In their years of buying and selling properties, Catherine and Robin have developed a vast network of professionals in the real estate industry. They have knowledge and connections the average real estate agent has probably never heard of, like the Lease to Buy program, combined with a genuine heart for helping people no one else will help. Choose the real estate team that always finds a way. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty.
0: This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason.
5: All right. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. By the way, the I just got a, an update on this. I'm trying to get Joel on. It's a documentary, Michelle Obama, 2024 her real life story and plan for power, and again, that's a Joel Gilbert film that I believe there's a trailer for now. I'm going to try to get him on. Actually, I'm trying to get him on for tomorrow if I can make it work. I'm, I just asked again whether he's available, so I will uh, let you guys know that as we go through the show if I hear anything about that and whether he'll be on tomorrow. But he's always a great interview. By the way, he's a very dynamic and fun guy to talk to. Okay, he, he's a, sounds great. He he's he's a nut job. In a good way. <laughs> I mean, go look oh, yeah, his picture. He's, fun. he's He's fun. I mean, I say that in a nice way. He's he's a nut in a fun way and a fun guy to talk to.
6: One thing is for sure. Uh, nobody has the national popularity of Michelle Obama True. on the left.
5: Good point. No, you're, you're spot on. All right, we got another full hour coming your way, guys. Don't go anywhere. Uh, top of the hour, we do have uh, Randy again. I talked about that earlier. He's an inventor. He's going to talk about NASA, talking about how the U.S. This is NASA. NASA. Left-wing NASA saying the U.S. must act now to stop China's theft of America's space technology. We'll be back to talk about that in a moment. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.